Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. We jamming, dude. You already know. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Adam Pat Got That Pat Jones. And you know when our producer, Sean, plays that song, you know what time it is. It's Get It Off Your Chest Tuesday. Give us a call. Me and Pac want to hear from you. 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. If you have something you need to get off your chest, get it off your chest. Call us. How did your team do this weekend? Crazy weekend in sports. One for the history books. Give us a call. Let me get something off my chest before we start, Pac. Right now, Jalen Hurts was the odd-on favorite to win the MVP. He is hurt. And Vegas has already changed the odds. Like, this man ain't been dominating all year long. He was the favorite, but now it's Patrick Mahomes who is the favorite for the MVP at minus 275. Jalen Hurts has followed behind him at plus 450. Then it's Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who had a Superman-type-like game versus the Miami Dolphins Saturday at plus 600. And then Yoga. Adam Pac-Man Jones is right behind Josh Allen. Actually, is tied with Josh Allen for the next best odds at plus 600. Now, Mahomes right now is leading the NFL with over 4,400 passing yards and mm-hmm. 35 passing touchdowns this season. And the Chiefs have clinched the AFC West already. Pac, before we get into this conversation, because we know you want Joe Burrow to win this award, and rightfully so, Joe has been cooking the last couple of weeks. But let's go back to 2017. The last couple weeks. Let Boy, me let me better, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you tell oh your side. God. I'm gonna let you tell okay. your side, Pac. I'm gonna let you tell your side in my best day day voice. I'm gonna let you tell your side. All right. Let's go back to 2017, Pac. Carson Wentz leads the Eagles to the 11 and 2 record. Same similar similar situation. I don't know. This is an Eagle curse now that I think about it. Similar situation to Jalen Hurts, right? Three weeks left in the season. He goes down. With an injury now, Jalen Hurts should come back and bounce back, but Carson Wentz tears his ACL. Right, only three games left in the season. He was the front runner to win the MVP. Pack, do you think Carson Wentz should have won it that year after 13 games leading his team to an 11 and two record and the best record in the NFL at the time? Um, yeah, he probably should have that year. But for, we ain't. I don't got nothing to do with. We ain't talking about that yet. Okay. Let's well, talk in about this right situation, now. in this year, Jalen yeah, Hurts, I don't give a damn about Jalen Hurts. Let's talk about right the now. Eagles to the best record in football right now, as right, of now, has been. Yeah, as, you think they're gonna lose three in a row? I ain't saying that's that. the only I'm way they would tie tie the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. All right, this is the only thing I'm saying. All right, Jalen Hurts 
is he gonna play this weekend or not? Do you know? No, I think they've already kind of ruled them out. I don't think it's confirmed, but everybody has said most likely right, that you just said Hurts, Mahomes, um, Josh, and then Allen and Joe Burrow are tied at plus six hundred for right. odds odds on favorite to win the MVP. Joe Burrow, I don't understand how do Mahomes go before Joe Burrow? Mahomes ain't never Mahomes even got the beat. most passing touchdowns and yards in the league. I'm just saying he ain't never beat Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will have a field day every time he play against fucking Kansas City in them. It's all bad to him. Oh, shoot. Patrick Mahomes Last don't play year, defense. What happened? Last year, what happened? They won in the AFC Championship. And we, huh? And in the regular The Bengals season. did. And yeah, we the beat their ass two weeks before that. You know how hard that is to beat somebody's ass two weeks before <laughs> the playoffs and then play them again at home? It's tough. It's really hey, tough. I don't, I don't understand the numbers, but like, if you just go back and look at this hit Joe numbers, right? He did have yeah. some dumbass interceptions. I will admit that the the interceptions, yeah. I would say four to five of the interceptions are tip balls. He got ten fucking interceptions. He have one low week of passing rating. That's two weeks in a row with double digit interceptions. Hold on. He had, it doesn't matter. When you're winning the way Joe winning, it doesn't matter about that that little thing right there because some of those are not his fault. You know, he step up in the pocket, so that means the ball get tipped a little bit more. You know that. You're a D-lineman. What do they tell you? Hey, if he's stepping up Can't in the pocket, there, we, got, we got a chance to tip the ball, which yeah. I'm cool with that. Like I was saying, ten of, he got 10 interceptions. Five or six of those was tip balls. Yeah. He had one bag week, a, a passing ring, which was week one versus Pittsburgh. Now, everything else is 85 to 135% per, per week. Now, you cannot sit here and tell me that the difference between him and Patrick Mahomes is three fucking spots, dudes. No way. Well, it's really just uh, two because him and Josh Allen are tied at plus 600. He's better than Josh Allen, bro. Josh Allen would disagree with you. Josh Allen... Is fucking uh 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 Ben Rothenberger when he was young. That's all but Josh a be, Allen. A better, but a better athlete. A better athlete, but he was just he just like Ben. He can't throw the ball that good to me if you ask me that. You ben don't think was Josh way, Allen can throw that well? He, he can throw it, but he ain't the smartest. Ben <laughs> was way smarter than Josh. Now I mm. give you, yeah, Josh is way more athletic, but that body style, the way he plays, is the same way that Ben played, bro. Mm. Extend, extend the play, extend play, and yeah. he can throw the ball. He can throw the deep ball. He can throw it anywhere on the run. But like, if you if you looking at him to go and take me out of a certain play because of a formation, hell no, no. And you can tell he ain't running his third down means. I bet you that. <laughs> Why do you think Joe Burrow's the only one running third down meetings? Bro? I didn't say that only Joe Burrow was running third down meetings. Well, you said a lot of quarterbacks you don't think running the third down meeting. All right. Give me your top five quarterbacks. We did this the other day. Uh my top five okay. this season or period. Right, this season. Just give me give me seven. Cause two of my three of my we already know. So you I know you're gonna say Patrick Mahomes. Do you think Patrick Mahomes is is reading defense and changing the players, or do you think Eric? I think he is now. I don't think he did it in the beginning. I think he is now. All right, I don't agree with you on that one. Go ahead. Josh Allen. You think Josh Allen making the calls? The I've mic? seen him actually make adjustments and change calls. Okay. 
All right, so okay, Josh Allen. I, I, I put your boy in the top seven. Joe's in there. Okay, give me, uh, give me Herbert. Give me I already know how you feel about him. I already Herbert, know how you, you know Herbert, Herbert is not calling out the mic now. You can't <laughs> tell me and sit here on national TV. I mean, national Bro, radio. Corey, Corey Lindsay does it. Corey Lindsay okay. does it. Yeah. All right, you're um, lying, so you know this dude. No, don't yeah. lie to these folks. All right, Corey Lindsay. Uh, I would say this. for this year, I say Jalen Hurts. Have, you have to put him as the top seven quarterback. Uh, of course, you. Two, you ain't gonna put him down there. Too smart. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, so right, where we at? Are we at five right got, now? We're at five. This will be your fifth one. You got two more. Hmm. Yeah, I put two in there. Two is in there for right. this. For, if we're just basing it off of this year. Okay, just this year. All right, yeah. so are you yeah, going with Seahawks? There. I ain't heard you say nothing about Gino. Gino you, definitely you in there. I'm tripping, every day yeah. Gino, that Gino is, is Okay, all right. You got I think one I, I, I kind of lost it because they've been losing lately. I kind of, <laughs> you know, Last lost. one. Who your last one? Who? I'm trying to think. Who would be my last one? You're going to hate it. Ooh. Captain Kirk. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dak. Um. Nah, okay. I'm putting Captain Kirk in before I put Dak in. Well, Captain Kirk's smart. He's definitely doing his third down meeting. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's definitely running the meetings over there. Yeah, <laughs> but but let's get back to the MVP conversation because right, Patrick Mahomes I think leads the NFL with uh, 35 touchdowns. If I'm not mistaken, if you look at Jalen Hurts right in his numbers between his rushing and his passing, he has that same exact number pack 35 touchdowns right, and he's only thrown five interceptions when other people have been careless with the football. He's taking care of the football. So to me, I think he's the odds on favorite to win it. It's crazy to me that Vegas has already changed it. Now, again, maybe they weigh the last three weeks because they mean so much, but the Eagles have played so well. The last three weeks don't mean as much to them as it does to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that should be taken into consideration. The Eagles have a great team. T-E-A-M. The quarterback is okay. The Bengals have a great quarterback yeah you hear what i'm trying to tell you but what i'm all i'm saying is the eagles went and filled every piece of the puzzle from offense to defense all you have to do is not turn the ball over for the eagles yeah but he's also he's dropping dimes so you got to admit that pack Let's get let's get to these calls, man. Let's get it off your chest, Tuesday. Give us a call. Me and Adam Pac-Man Jones want to hear from you. If you're upset about something, give us a call. If you're happy about something, your team did good this we- uh, weekend, call us too. 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. We're going to go to Brandon in California, who says, Pack is crazy. Brandon, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. What do you want to tell talk to Pack about? What's going on, Pack? How are you going to just dismiss Dak like What's that? What's up, Brandon? How you doing, man? I'm good. Huh? Just chilling. Let's see you guys on XM Radio. Yeah. What now? What was your question, B? I oh, I just said, how are you going to dismiss the dismiss Dak like that after you being a cowboy and everything? Actually, I put Dak in there. He yeah, didn't even it was say me. I, I didn't put I ain't put Dak in there. <laughs> okay, I ain't put okay. Dak in there, Brandon. Hey, I'm a Dak fan. All That's right. my boy. Yeah. I I, I would have had Dak in there. I'm trying to tell him, damn, you ain't put Dak in there. I just think Dak. <laughs> Dak is Dak to me, right? And I think at times he bro, tries to do too much. you just a cowboy much. hater, bro. I'm not a cowboy hater. I love Michael Parsons. Bro. And I love that defensive line. I mean, I love that D-line, except for against the run. They can't stop a, a nosebleed in the run game. Travis Etienne is still running right now, Pat. <laughs> He's still running right now. Um, but if you look at it, right, the thing is, to me, Dak is Dak, right? Like, again, I, I get it. I get all the stat numbers, like, 
number one offense and all that. But it's like games like the Jacksonville Jaguars are the games that give me pause about Dak Prescott. And we see him too often with them. We saw it right in the second half versus the Green Bay Packers. We saw it versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like I think at times, Pat, he just tries to do too much because he always hears going back to even when he was a rookie, right, Pat? This is a running football team. This is a running football team. And, you know, as a it player, is. we – Yeah, but, you know, as a player, we feed into that whether we want to admit it or not, Pac. And he got paid the big contract. So he's like, you know, nah, I should be MVP-type guy. Like, I can make every throw. But you can make every throw. But it's it's like like the Jacksonville game. Again, now that second pick wasn't his. But the one that changed the momentum, pack when they were up 27 to 17, that was, that was 100% on him. And you know how it is. This game's momentum game. Once you lose that momentum, it's hard to get it back. And when Jacksonville grabbed the momentum, like, it gave everybody on that team confidence. Like, that should have been a blowout, Pack. Like, if you don't throw that pick, I think Dallas beats them by 10 points at least going away. Right? So, it's like those plays are the plays that, that give you pause with Dak Prescott. We saw what our boy Shady said about him today on his show. He called that boy a donkey. It literally what he said. He said Dak is ass. That's literally what he I, said. I, I don't agree with that. Who's our yeah, next so, caller? Yeah, appreciate it, Brandon. Let's go to Heather in New York who wants to talk about Zach Wilson and player safety. Heather, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing, doing good. Heather? How about yourself? Uh, I am doing great. Uh, I, I'm a Chiefs fan in Bill's country, so the struggle is real every day. Um, <laughs> I love the, the banter that the two of you guys have got about uh, Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes. And just remember, he did take AP physics in high school for fun, pretty much. So I, I do believe he is making a lot of the adjustments. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I can I ask you something, Ms. Heather? Shoot. Uh, your point was to tell us that he took AP fig, uh, figures to tell us that he's smart is what you were saying? I, I would hope that you're smart if you're taking AP physics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was just trying to just hear that out. But go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. So um, I completely agree with Lige that Zach Wilson has got multiple, multiple issues that go far beyond, you know, how he treats his teammates and things that went down with that. I mean, he was throwing off his back foot. There was just a lot of bad looks in that game. Um, And then my other issue, especially as a Chiefs fan, watching that game this weekend, is if the NFL truly values player safety, I have a hard time watching a game where Isaiah Pacheco's helmet gets ripped off his head with his mouth guard attached to it, it ends up still in his mouth. The helmet's on the ground. There's no flag. And then we have another situation where, just like Travis Kelsey got it in week four, a guy gets piled driving into the ground. And I know that's a legal hit, but maybe we need to be taking a look at that rule during off season. I just, yeah, I appreciate you appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you calling in, Heather. Um, I, I I agree with her with the Pacheco thing. That was egregious that the refs missed that. I was watching that live. It's like. This dude's helmet is literally on the ground. He d- didn't pop off by itself. Like, it literally was ripped off and didn't call it. Heather, about the pile driving thing, it's tough because that's just football. Like, that that happens, right? Guys are making tackles. Guys are going to get driven into the ground. I mean, it, it's already bad enough that they're flagging every defensive lineman for touching a quarterback wrong. So I don't know how you look at that. But the, the, the missed face call, I mean, face mask was just egregious. I know the NFL, I think, has liked the non-challenging of calls 
because it slows the game down. I think the NFL has gained two minutes in every game. I think when they allow challenges, like every game averaged about three hours and two minutes. But when it didn't allow challenges to be or calls to be challenged, I think every game averaged around three hours. Right. So uh, I don't think the NFL and it's been talked about should roughing the, you know, the passer be reviewable. We'll see what happens. Uh, we don't know. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosbull, with my guy, Adam Pac-Man Jones, and this Get It Off Your Chest Tuesday. Give us a call and tell us how you feel about the team. Did you enjoy what they did this weekend, or did you hate what they did this weekend? We want to hear from you, 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. Let's head to Nate in Michigan, who wants to talk about his Lions, I guess. <laughs> Nate, welcome to I Am Athlete Tonight. Hey, guys, I appreciate the time. Yeah, the Lions, man, I mean, they had a hell of a win this weekend, and it's they won in a way that they don't typically win, you know, down mm. the stretch, like, you know, do or die on the touchdown. So a lot of people are talking about, you know, they got making a playoff, you know, getting to the playoffs. But what do you guys think they can actually do in the playoffs, assuming they make it? Go ahead, Peck. Um, so what, what y'all got? Y'all yeah, got appreciate the college to Nate. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. Y'all got the Panthers. I think y'all could beat the Panthers. Ah, y'all play the, the Bears at home. I think you guys win that game, too. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous about the Packers game. Yeah. But if y'all could think, bro, it's all about getting hot at the right times. Correct. A lot of teams, they get hot at the right times. Players get healthy, and they get that, that run at the end of the season, and it carries, carries over to play off and then they end up in the championships like the the, the year that the Giants won it. They were shitty as hell at the beginning and they got caught fire. Yeah. Hey, I think they the were last, nine to seven and got in. Yeah, they caught fire like the last five, six weeks of the season and right. had a great run, you know. So I don't know. Y'all are I think the Lions is a scary team right now. I, I do think y'all are winning two out the last three. But if y'all get in, I, I'll be scared to play y'all. Yeah, like Pac said, everything is his momentum, right? You want to be playing your best football towards the end of the year. And that's what the Lions have, have done now. You know, Nate, I, I, I let it slide because you listen to us. But, you know, I ain't really trying to talk about the Lions after they beat my Jets, even though our defense only gave up 10 points and lost. But to Pac's point, right, this is a battle-tested team, right? They were left for dead. I believe they were 1-6 and six to start the season. They've won six out of the last seven games, Pac, and – I don't think anybody wants to play them. You know, we talk about the Browns offensive line, the Philadelphia offensive line. This Detroit Lions offensive line is one of the best, and it's pushing towards being the best offensive line in football. Like, there's times on film because they run the ball, and it's not even that they run it well. It's the attempts back, right? It's the physicality with the attempts, right? That wears teams down. But in that play-action pass, guys are running scot-free open. Like, Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, I mean – what a ballsy call, right, Pack? Fourth and inches, right? Everybody thinks it's going to be a run or some type of misdirection, and it was, right? Like, it was a sift play for the tight end. He blocked for about yep. two or three seconds and sneaked out across the that formation. Yeah, and, and the linebacker dropped him, right? You know, when you green dog, you're supposed to rush through a guy, right? He he didn't rush through the guy. He just went at the quarterback, and we, he was wide open for an explosive 50-plus-yard touchdown. So, Ben Johnson's done an amazing job. Uh, Coach Campbell, like, this team is really – kind of taking on his mantra and his personality as being tough, rugged, biting kneecaps and all that. In fact, we talked about this too. I really love that this team is actually doing well. Even though they beat my Jets Sunday, 
I'm glad. I have my guy, you know, Calvin Shepard is a linebacker. You're glad. Coach. He, Hold on. You glad? No, I'm I'm glad the Lions are doing well because right, we talked about this, right? The the what is the coaching staff predominantly made of, Pac? African American. Well, that's true, but I was saying ex players. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like you know how they could change the narrative pack if they do well and keep winning and get into the playoffs? Because right now, you know, we got to stop this cycle of hiring the same damn coaches. Right. We need more ex players that can relate to players that are actually on the field. So if they can win and win consistently and make runs in the playoffs, I think other owners will start changing their mind frame about hiring different coach, uh, different type of players that played before as coaches, because who who better to do it than a guy that's actually been in the shoes of the players he's coaching? Right. Right. You know, so like that's why I want the Lions to do it. Like I said, I hated that they beat my Jets. But I want them to do well because I think they could change this narrative in the NFL and change up hiring practices when it comes to ex-players playing. Let's head to Arizona. Daniel wants to talk about the MVP race uh, slash Patrick Mahomes. Daniel, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I just have a couple quick thoughts. Uh, first off, with Hurts dropping, my look at it is he's probably going to miss two games, uh, not because of the injury, but because let's say they win a game and all of a sudden they are locked in as the number one seed. Now you mm-hmm. have Hurts all of a sudden missing two games. Uh, if Mahomes ends up playing all 17 games, now all of a sudden you're looking at two extra games and when the margin is so razor thin like that, that's why a guy like Hurts will fall. It's not like he has such a lead over everybody. Like I understand the argument about he has the Eagles in the best position, but when you're missing two games and a guy like Mahomes is playing at the level he is, that makes it really hard to keep up in the race, I think. Yeah, appreciate you uh, calling in, Daniel. Um, we talked about this is a little bit, still, Pat. Have he already hung up? Yeah, I think he's gone. Oh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, we talked about this. I, I, to me, I don't think it's that razor thin, right? Just because Jalen Hurts, like, again, doesn't turn the ball over, and he has 35 touchdowns compared, compared I mean – collectively between running the ball and throwing the ball, right? He has the number one seed in the NFL right now, the best record in football. They only got one loss, Pac, <laughs> one loss. Yeah, I know, Pac, you're getting frustrated because we ain't talking about Joe Burrow and how hot they've been as of late, as if the defense didn't force four turnovers this last week. It wasn't like Burrow was just cooking the Bucks I, defense. Now, how many? he haven't had a game where he threw the ball 40 times yet, 40 plus times. How many times? He had to him? with that defense. All right, bro, I'm just trying to tell you, bro. Burrow <laughs> throw the ball 50 times a game, bro. You talking about oh Hertz hasn't had a game where he yeah. threw the ball for hey, you don't got to when you whooping everybody. I'm just saying that <laughs> you don't have to either when we whooping everybody, but we do. What I'm I'm just saying hey, I need to get that run game. You know how it is man, when the playoffs start. If anybody knows football, man, Joe Burrow is the closest to fucking Tom Brady that you can ever get. And he's dang already damn near better. Right. Yeah, he better than he was at, at the same age and time. We can't yeah. even compare that because you gotta realize. Joe came in a little older too. Yeah, well, Tom. Yeah, Tom didn't play right away either. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. let's uh, let's head to Virginia. Gary wants to talk about the Commanders game officiating. I can't wait to hear this. Gary, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Oh, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. Uh, so Terry McCord, scary Terry. He 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 checks with the official. The guy um, he scoots up to get on the line, and then as soon as he scoots up, the dude puts his hand in his back pocket, and he's going to throw a flag already, it seems. 
and, and it's it's just weird. Uh, is it is it anti Snyder hate or what? <laughs> uh, uh, appreciate you calling, Gary. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that was a crazy one because I was I actually was doing the pre and post game for the Giants and, and Commanders game, and we talked about this in the post game. And I'm like, if you see the camera, he literally checked with him, right? And I guess the ref told him you're not up enough, so he scooted up. Now, could he have scooted up a little bit more? I think he could have, but I think you know Terry was scared of going across the line of scrimmage and being technically on the defensive side of the the, the ball and being off sides, right? Um, so he scooted up and even pointed at the ref again. And it, it, it sounds like it looks kind of look like the ref said something. I don't know what it was. But, you know, in the post game, Terry McLaurin was like, I checked with the ref. He said, you know, scoot up. So I did. I checked with him again. He said, OK, if that's the case, the NFL has to look at this because this is egregious. You can't tell a guy, OK. And then like like Gary said, the dude's hand was already on his flag. Like he was going to call it no matter what. So, Pat, what do you think about that whole sequence between the Giants and the Commanders? I don't know what's going on with these damn refs. Um, <clears throat> like you said, he did reach in his pocket like he he was already gonna throw it. It looked back. He looked. He looked back at the ref. It said something to him. I don't know what he said to him. Yeah, he asked him was he, he good. Said something to him. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just don't think the ref should decide the game. And like a lot mm. of these plays lately, decides the game. And it, and it's it's when they happen, pack which yeah. can really ruin games. Like yeah. Terry said, he had been lining like, and he if you look at the film, he literally had been lining like up like that every time when he was a single to the single side so i'm like if, just be consistent you ain't called it all game long don't call it the most important the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Part of the game where it had nothing to do. Nothing to do with the play at all. <laughs> like the side of the field. Like, stop it. Uh, this will be our last call. Julia. Uh, Julie from Buffalo wants to talk about the Bill Snowballs. Julie, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Hi, how are you? I just want to say I am a first-time listener, first-time caller, but I just want to... Appreciate you listening, man. Thank you. Well, I just am curious on your thoughts, and my thoughts are, I was actually, I am a Vikings fan through and through, but Mm -hmm. I did go, yes, I went to the Bills-Vikings game. It was amazing, but I was at the Bills game uh, this past Saturday, and the refs stopped the game for like maybe seven minutes, put it on the jumbotron to stop throwing the snowballs um, because it was cold and some of them, albeit, were icy. And the refs came out and said that the refs came out and said that if they don't stop throwing um, the snowballs, that the Bills are going to be penalized, uh, get a 15-yard penalty. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and the 
and there were like two Jets people behind us, and they were great. And they just said, holy crap, you guys can get a penalty. We're going to start throwing the snowball. <laughs> yo, right? yo, I love that. How, how can the refs make a call like that and set a precedent for an open-air stadium in Buffalo, which we're going to – I can't stand the Bills, but I wanted to go to the game. But how in an open-air stadium, how are the Bills going to play? Probably not in snow in playoff games. And then the refs make a statement like that for the fans. Yeah, appreciate you calling in, uh, Julie. That was great. I hope our social team cuts that because that's amazing. Like, we kind of talked about this too off-camera. Like, you can't really penalize a team for what fans are doing. Now, what they should be doing, and we know in this era, right, Pac, there's cameras everywhere essentially right they know where those damn snowballs were coming from and once they the ref came on and said that the, the bills would be penalized if somebody throws another snowball they should have been looking at them the cameras they should have had whatever manpower they needed to look back at those cameras to see where those snowballs were coming for after that sign went on the jumbotron and they should have banded banded whoever it was for life from the stadium right because you talked about a pack like as cold as it was, those those ice, you know, those snowballs freeze over and those hurt. Like, but I thought it was kind of kind of comical that you know my Jets decided, oh, the Bills could get a penalty. Let's throw two more snowballs. What you think about that story, Pac? That's, that's a Bill fan. She just came on there and said that people was freezing them over too. So that means them things like rocks when they hit you. Yeah, she said it was. She said it was so cold that they were freezing. Like the the snowballs were freezing. It's good that didn't hit me. Yeah, that what and that's why I said like if you had hit a player from Miami and he went to that crowd, I wouldn't even have faulted him because again, that's as essentially assault. What you're doing with a snowball? Buck O'Neill dedicated his life to teaching us about the heroes of the Negro Leagues and demonstrating that you could get further in life with love than you could with hate. Now is our opportunity to say thank you to this legendary man. Join the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum as we celebrate Buck's long overdue induction into the National Baseball Hall of Fame by supporting our Thanks a Million Buck campaign. It's an effort to raise at least $1 million by fans donating a buck or more in support of the NLBM. Remember, every buck counts. To donate, visit thanksamillionbuck.com. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guy, Adam Pacman Jones, and my guy, Giovanni Bernard. Had a weird exchange with reporters after the game over this play. Now, the, the Bucks were up 17 to 3 at half, Pack, right? And this is where it started falling apart for the Bucks because on fourth down, they decided to go for a fake point. Now, I don't know where the miscommunication was at because the Bucks were at their own 16 yard line. Nobody in their right mind should be calling for a fake punt right there. But Giovanni Bernard and the snapper, I don't know what exchange they had. He snaps it to him. He fumbles the ball. And then the the Bengals get the ball right there at this around the 16-yard line. After that play, the defense still holds strong for the Bucs, but they still end up kicking a field goal, the Bengals. This is Giovanni Bernard and reporters after the game discussing that play. But it was weird because the reporters kind of game at him a little sideways. Well, you were injured all year. What have you done for us to talk to you about all year? I talked to you Tuesday. Just don't just talk. Don't say you're not talking because I didn't talk to you all year. You were also injured most of the season too. Hold on, relax. Can I can I go to my family that I have outside? You can. Now, just just don't say we didn't talk to you. We just wanted to ask for your perspective on what happened. You're involved in one of the biggest plays of the game. Okay. Thank you, Jim. 
appreciate your time. We do. <laughs> we won't hold you. We, we would have talked to you in the season, but okay, also you were injured. Just tell us what occurred on the, on the punt. Miscommunication, that's all it was on my part. I take complete fault for that. Was it a fake? I don't know. It was complete fault. My fault. That's it. Did, Is that something you know the team hasn't practiced It's all me. All me. That's uh, something I did wrong, and that's all. So you were It was aware. all on me. Yep, number 25 out there. That was me. Um, I was the one that did it. But were you aware it was, it was just a fake? Me. Yeah, I, I messed up. I understand that, but I'm just asking if you knew it was I messed up. We just up. didn't know if it was a communication Yeah, breakdown. I messed up. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The, the crazy thing is, Pat, and you know, Gio, you played with them with the man. He's like the coolest dude ever, like quiet, like, and uh, we got Omar Kelly with us, who was, he was a little bit under the weather, but wanted to come in specifically for this part of the show because he is well, our, ugly. you know, fellow reporter on this on this uh, show. But I just didn't like the one reporter that said, what have you done for us to talk to you all? To me, I think that's pushing it too damn far. Like, he lucky he ain't talked to the right one in that instance, Pat, because he would have talked to the right player at that time. Somebody might have said something crazy to him. Like, again, the reporter's like, you've been hurt all year long, but for somebody to say, what have you done for us to talk to you? Then why, to Gio's point, why the hell are you talking to me now? Now, let me bring in Omar on this you know, experience in the locker room. What are your thoughts about the exchange between that reporter and Gio? And was the reporter doing too damn much in that scenario? Didn't I just tell I, you I don't answer me that? <laughs> I definitely think that the reporters were um, a little bit aggressive. Um, here's the situation, though. Um, and this is what people don't understand. Players are obligated to talk twice a week. They have to talk leading up to the game. And they have to talk on game day after the game. Um, now, obviously, there's a process towards getting them fined, and and that is ultimately the only leverage that the, the media has. Um, but there's a responsibility that they have, and you have to understand part of what keeps the NFL an eleven to sixteen billion dollar industry. Because depending on who you talk to, it's eleven dollars, eleven million, eleven billion dollars, or sixteen billion dollars is the media and the people that work there. Now, could they have handled that situation better? Absolutely. Um, but I could tell you that there are instances after the game where players are on a regular basis try to sneak out without talking to the media, especially when they make mistakes like Giovanni Bernard did or or suffer, you know. How the hell you know that was a mistake? Because I don't think that was a fake. I think the snapper fucked up and Gio took it on the chin and didn't want to blame the snapper. Could be. Who I mean, in the hell going to fake the ball on the 16-yard line? It doesn't even make sense, bro. Listen. what what if You if got he, automatically points right there. Would you fake it, dudes, if you're a head coach? Hell no. You up 17-3. You punted away. Don't, make, don't even make no sense. Like, and you sit here talking this shit, you got to be sick. Because at the end of the <laughs> he day. He actually is. <laughs> if, if you don't fucking, uh, you know football, Omar. You know, ain't nowhere in the hell do you make a fake punt right there. This is not high school football. This is NFL football. Because if you fuck up, guess what's going to happen? You automatically going to get points out of it, in which the Bengals did. Yeah, they got three out of it. They got three out of it. Changed the whole momentum of the game. Came back the second half, had four big-ass turnovers, and ended up whooping that ass. Well, all I could go on is what Giovanni Bernard said. Jo- no, he didn't. Go back and listen to the first he, he, beginning he of, said, the, my of bad. the. He said, "My no." Bad. At the first beginning of the interview, they asked him, "Was it your fault 
And he said, well, uh, but he didn't say it was, he was like, well, you, then later on in the interview, can we play that back one more time? Hold on, one more time, please. Can we play that back, Sean? Just play like the first 10 seconds, Sean. Yeah. If we can get to it. Refresh Look, dudes. Listen, it, 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 it's, here, here's the thing. He's like, oh, can I go talk to my family? Can I go, you know, my family's waiting on me. That's a guy trying to escape the moment. Well, well, this I, is, no, this is you my, just got to hit the beginning of the conversation, bro. Well, this is my thing, Omar. I, I, I get that, right? It was a tough play. Some guys do dodge and, and duck the media. But my thing is, if you look at it, right, he had already had his book bag and jacket on, which means he had been in the locker room, means he probably already showered, which means, no, I'm just, be, I, I, trust me, I, I, he's going to see his, I hope he ain't showered peeling after going to go see his family. He looked like he was clean. I've seen the video. He looked like he showered. Not that I know yeah, what yeah, to do. Yeah. So my thing is, in other words, those reporters wanted to talk to somebody else more important and then try to catch him on the way out. After Listen. the fact, so I, I think he was right to ask, like, oh, all of a sudden now you want to talk to me? I think it wasn't just about this season. It was like everybody probably went to Tom Brady. You know how it was. They probably went to Tom Brady, Devin White, all those dudes first. You've been in the league a long time. You know your responsibilities. You know they want to talk to you after that play. They, 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 they so he's got to, he has to sit around and wait for them after they oh, finish oh, no, with no, Tom no, no, Brady? No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't no, understand no. this right here, boy. Can we play no, the you, beginning of the interview, please? Uh, I, we're not traditional media. I do not agree with nothing with Omar saying right now. <laughs> you you on my team now. You media. And, well, you we ain't we ain't that that ain't that ain't right, Omar. That ain't right. That's the only thing I'm saying. Now, yeah, we about to hold day, on. We gonna go to we gonna go to the cut now. Uh, I think our okay. producer Sean said it's ready. Go ahead, Sean. Play play. Just the, tell us yeah. what occurred on the on the miscommunication. That's all it was on my part. I take complete fault for that. Yeah, he said miscommunication on my part. I take full responsibility for that. Keep it playing, Sean. Play the rest of it right quick. Yeah, I don't Did he just uh, clip that one part? Uh, yeah, I think it, that we just clipped that part. But uh, th- th- again, this is my thing. Like, the man was dressed. I, I do. I am glad that you did admit, Omar, you thought those reporters were doing a little bit too much. I think one of them actually came out and already apologized because it's gone viral about, you know, him talking crazy to Gio talking about what have you done for us to talk to you? Like, who do you have? Do you think Man. you are talking to? Like, yeah, he nah. would have found the right person that day. Like, he would have found the right but one. But dudes, you know and I know if mm-hmm. if the if it was Gio's fault, the head coach would have said, hey, look, you know, Gio got to make a better play on that, da-da-da-da. Have the head coach came out and said anything about what happened with Gio? Not yet. All right, that's that I've heard. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I mean, but I mean, Ball's a real one too. He ain't gonna really throw nobody under the bus. Man, come on, man. But the, the funny thing is, you know, other people saw this interview and waited on it. Kevin Durant, you know, the star for the Brooklyn Nets, was on Twitter Monday showing support for Gio, uh, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, he quoted and tweeted a video of the interaction between him and the reporters and said, Giovanni handled this like a true pro, but. We talk about the media, right? So Big Cat from Barstools, you know, replied to Kevin Durant and said, well said, everybody knows it's the fans who are responsible for pro sports. But you know Kevin Durant, he's petty. He got back on Twitter and said, fans and players, don't be a disrespectful. Uh, he said, don't be disrespectful, you prick. <laughs> and talking back to Big <laughs> to Big Cat uh, from Barstools. So, you know, going a little bit back and forth, you know, Kevin Durant and, and, and Big Cat from Barstools. I thought that was a hilarious interaction. But uh, again, g- yes, we have a responsibility to answer questions, but to just looking at the video and the interactions, right? 
It was like in the middle of the floor. Like he was like he literally was about to walk out the door, Omar. Because uh, he he was sneaking out. Like I I, I my thing that. is, nah, there's the ways to sneak out. He could have went through the training room, brother. Like man, he Gio was in the ain't middle even of the locker room though. on the way out. Gio ain't even that type. That's like, what I'm saying. Gio, he ain't, Gio ain't, ain't on like that, that type of time, bro. I played with this kid for eight years in Cincinnati. Yeah. He is one of the most well-respected players that I've been around. Like, yeah, it was a captain in Cincinnati. Cold-hearted, a good person, bro. Like he said that shit because he didn't want to throw everybody else up under the bus. I know Gio. For him to say it the way he was, he said that. You know that you you man, come on, you can read in between. Yeah, right? we're, we're really good fault. dude. I train with him down fucking here in center, South Florida. He's good up. dude. And if you throwing a fucking, if we doing a fucking uh a fake. Are you gonna throw the ball hundred miles per hour? Or are you just gonna make sure I get the ball? Cause that looked like a long snap to me. How hard he threw it <laughs> on the snap. That was a hard ass snap. So you're saying he just missed snapped and snapped yeah. it to Gio? Yeah, that could have been. That could be it too. The ball hit Gio and down there in the helmet and the top of his shoulder pads, man. That ain't no <laughs> damn fake. These guys are professional snappers. You can't yeah. tell me that this wasn't a fuck up. This was a fuck up. That's a major miss, then. <laughs> it was same it was. way we lost to the goddamn uh 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 shitbird Steelers, Steelers the first week. It's the <laughs> same I knew thing. that was coming. This is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Adam Pac-Man Jones and Omar Kelly. Pac, let's talk about your other team, the Dallas Cowboys. And it looks like the interest for OBJ may be waning from the Dallas Cowboys. Now, last week, when talking about OBJ to the Cowboys, Jerry Jones said, just stand by. And he, you know, was optimistic that the Cowboys could still potentially sign him. Well, today on 105.3, the fan in Dallas Jerry Jones kind of backed off of that. This is Jerry Jones on OBJ and potentially not signing him with the Dallas Cowboys. The reality is, though, that we're uh, time is uh, moving on down the road relative to being uh, uh, relative to uh, uh, playing uh, in uh, the uh, playoffs, and so uh, the, every day uh, diminishes our chances of getting uh, going forward. Hmm. Adam Pac-Man Jones, let's talk about your old team. Do you think, one, that OBJ signs with the Cowboys, and two, does OBJ play at all during the regular season this year? I don't know. I know I'm getting a lot of flack uh, for taking up for Jerry. Uh, I'm getting <laughs> hate mail in my DMs. Oh, man. No. Come uh, on, Pac. No, for real, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they say I'm a coon. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Aggressive like that, (laughs) bro. I had to say this for real because this shit is for real. So all you fans is DMing me talking about I'm a sellout. I will tell y'all something else, but I'm at work right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! I don't know, man. Yeah, work right now, so Pat got to keep it professional. You got to keep it professional, (laughs) man. He don't really. I really want to tell y'all. I really want to tell y'all, but I ain't gonna do that. Don't do it, Pat. Don't do it. Usually I tell you go out, but I'm gonna tell you don't do it. (laughs) I don't know, man. Jerry don't know. Jerry don't know. He sound confused right there. This is the first time I say that. Um, He sound confused about the decision. He don't sound clear. Um, I I just uh every day is get we are. We already know that Odell wasn't going to be ready to right now or week one of the playoffs if he's ready. Correct. Um, so I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. it um, 
I think when they signed T.Y. Hilton, that was a clear indication and decision that they had moved on. And same thing with Buffalo when they signed the slot receiver. Um, yeah. I, Cole I Beasley. Remember. Cole Beasley. They they got the help that they needed. I think the only team left is probably the Giants. And 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 I think that that's probably where Odell was probably going to end up if he was going to sign. But when Dallas came out and basically said, yeah, physically, he was not going to be ready to play until maybe the playoffs. Uh, that was, you know, and, and Dallas was the one that put out that information. That, yeah, that, they, they put they did them dirty a little bit. They, yeah, I, just, they, I, they, I really think that. Odell used Dallas just to drive up the price. He 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 a giant at heart, bro. He ain't going fucking Dallas. Yeah, I, it makes the most sense for him to go I mean, back to, the, especially yeah. with the Giants now being in playoff contention for sure after that big win versus the Commanders. That I think that's help. where he ends up. Not that he's going to help, because look look at him. If he signs today, how much can he help a team? How much did he help the Rams last year? Talk I'm bad to him. I'm, how I'm, much I'm, did he help the Rams? Tell me that. Come, coming off the ACL injury pack, come on, he did, oh, come on. He man. did the same Let thing me. last year. Ask him, can you please? You're getting on here. Yeah, like, and we got to get a break, not, fella. He is not a help. Do not come on here and saying that it don't matter if Odell is sixty five percent or ninety percent. He's gonna be a fucking help. All right, <laughs> from your word to from. To I'm saying, help. I'm just asking. How much was he a help last year? He was a help, but he was healthy last year. He was a, he was healthy last year. To the, he wasn't coming off the same injury. Yeah, but I, I get what Omar's saying. He actually had played during that season. He was he had a rhythm. He was healthy. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I think he can help significantly. But I think, Adam, I think he needs to sign right now. Don't you think he needs to sign right now, even if he don't play, just to get a couple practices in before the playoffs? Dude, we already practice. He a wide receiver, you know what I mean? Run, stick, come back to the ball, get your head down. You know it's you mental know I mean? when you come off an injury, though. He got he to do that. He got to do a little bit of that. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.